BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Circle Time. It's me, your host, Kelsey Kreppel, and I am so excited. Another episode, episode eight. We're almost 10 episodes in. How crazy is that? This is episode eight, and we are back in my office, on my couch, snuggling with our blankets and our pillows. I saw a lot of comments on the YouTube channel saying that they didn't love that I wasn't as cozy in the studio episode of when I when I recorded the last solo episode. Episode six, I believe. Yeah. When I recorded that, I was in the studio and they said they didn't like how it wasn't as cozy. And so I hear you. And sometimes I'm going to do them in the studio. I really like doing them in the studio. It's nice to it's nice to talk to Marshall, my producer, and like I just sometimes leaving my house is good because if I don't have a reason to leave, I just simply will not leave. So, getting out is good for me. Oh shit, I have a matcha over there and I really want to drink it. Hang on. Okay, sorry, I'm back. Just had to crawl around to get my matcha. Anyway, so if I don't have a reason to leave my house, I simply will not. I think, I've talked about this on my vlogs before. I think this is like something, like something inside my brain that happened during COVID where I wasn't leaving. And when I was leaving, like I would be filled with a lot of anxiety. And so I just obviously was kind of like ordering more and, um, What is going on with my headphones? Okay, sorry. So I was obviously not going out when I was. I was super anxious. And so I just would order everything pretty much. I just wouldn't leave. And then I got really used to not leaving. And so I feel like a lot of times now, even now, like I just don't want to leave the house. And so it's really... A struggle for me because when I do leave, I'm happy to be out and about. I just need to get myself out of the house. And so going into the studio, 
Sorry, I'm all over the place. See, this is why I have to be in the studio. Because when I'm at home, I'm too comfortable. But going into the studio really helps me get out of my comfort zone. And I just like being in the studio. So what I'm going to try to do is maybe like bring... There's a couple different studios that I can record in at Dear Media. And so I'm going to try and get the ones that are like on couches. Because that could help the cozy vibe. And I can bring like a blanket or something. And if not... I'm sorry if it's not as cozy, but sometimes I have to do it there. And sometimes I'll do it here. It'll be a fun little mix all around. So that is that. We are cozy today. And it's really fitting because it's like the beginning of fall now. So it's only fitting that we're nice and cozy with our blankets and we're hanging out. Although it's there's a heat wave here in LA, so it doesn't feel very much like fall. But it is technically fall. So happy, happy fall, y'all. It's fall, y'all. Like home goods, you know? Do you guys, so I know I talk a lot about being a basic bitch on here. When it comes to fall, though, I feel like I'm not that basic. I mean, I do love a good pumpkin spice latte, but I feel like I can't enjoy a pumpkin spice latte. Like I want it to be hot. I want it to be overcast. And then I want to enjoy a pumpkin spice latte. And it has not yet been that. And so I haven't been enjoying them. And actually, this is a great way to like jump into kind of the first thing I wanted to talk about today. So this past week was my birthday. I've talked about it before. I talked about it last episode, episode before that. I can't shut the fuck up about my birthday. (laughs) But something that comes along with my birthday is feeling like I didn't do enough to celebrate it. Like every year I'm like, oh, I don't really want to do anything. And then my birthday passes and I'm like, I didn't take advantage of it being my birthday. And more like in the sense of just like, I didn't, like I didn't celebrate enough, you know? And I just, if you have a reason to celebrate, you might as well celebrate. And I feel like this happens every year and I've gotten better about it, but sometimes I like overcompensate. I get like, I get too excited and too much. Like I feel like I should be doing something. And then I like, I, there's a lot of adrenaline and I crash very quickly. And so I feel like this year we went to a wedding on my birthday, which was a different experience because like, it wasn't all about me, (laughs) but like, that's also fine. And we got to watch like two of our friends get married, which was so amazing. And it was such a fun night. So many people that I love were around and it was just like, I had so much fun. Like you couldn't really ask for a better birthday. You get an open bar, you get a DJ, you get a dance floor, you get all your friends in one room. You get to watch people who love each other celebrate the fact that they love each other. I don't know. It's kind of a perfect way to have a birthday. But then I like the next day, I, I don't know. I feel like I was just like overcompensating for the fact that I wasn't really celebrating my birthday. And then I just like, I went to brunch and then I went to dinner with my family. All such amazing, fun things. I had the best time. But then on Monday, I like completely crashed. I didn't do a single thing on Monday. I was like, just felt like depressed really and just literally laid right here on this couch and shut the door to my office and laid with the animals and didn't really do anything at all. But it was a really, really nice birthday. And this, going back to what I was saying about fall, I feel like that feeling kind of happens with everything. Like I want to get into the fall spirit because I'm not going to. And then when it's over, I'm going to be like, shit, I should have enjoyed fall more. I should have gotten fall candles. I should have watched scary movies. I should have celebrated Halloween. I should have done all of these things. I should have drank pumpkin spice lattes, but I don't do them because I feel like they have to be done at a perfect time. 
And it's like, just, I just need to enjoy everything more. I'm always worried that I'm not going to enjoy things as much as I can. So I overthink about enjoying them so much. Like, oh my God, I need to be enjoying this. Then I end up not enjoying it. And so it's like, just, I want to just embrace the seasons, embrace the holidays, embrace everything. And I always get so worried that I'm not going to embrace them enough by the time they're over. It's this weird anxiety, anxious thing that happens to me. I don't know why it happens, but I've gotten better about like doing something about it and like really getting into all the holidays. I just like, you do not put so much pressure on myself about it and just actually enjoy the things I want to enjoy. And it's like, there are no rules. If it's hot outside and you want a pumpkin spice latte, just get a fucking pumpkin spice latte. Like, why am I overthinking this? I am, I said this the other day, I'm a big overthinking girly. And so I feel like that really shines through in this exact moment, for example. Like, it's, there's always something more complicated going on up here. And I really, I'm pretty good at like combating it and like talking myself off the ledge. But like, sometimes it's just like, I'm overthinking a million things at once and it's kind of difficult. But all of that being said, by the time you're listening to this, I will have had my first pumpkin spice latte. I'm making sure of it. And I will report back next week and tell you how it was. Maybe I'll even be drinking one next week as I'm doing this. And not my matcha. This podcast is like not sponsored by Alfred, but it should be. The unofficial sponsor. I've been drinking matcha Americanos. So it's like no milk. It's just the matcha in the water with a little bit of vanilla. And that shit is fucking good. Okay? So good. So that's another exciting thing. Well, I've been doing that for about a year and a half now. So it's not really a new and exciting thing, but I've never really talked about it. Also, what was I going to talk about from this week? My birthday, which by the way, I'm having a birthday party on Friday of this week. So like a week later, but my friend Emma, her birthday is next week and mine was last week. So we're having a joint birthday party this week because we're going to ACL next week. So that'll be fun. So I'm having a birthday party, kind of nervous because I feel like no one's going to show up. (laughs) Like I get so nervous to invite people in the first place. Oh my God, this this is not the overthinking episode or what? Jeez. I get so nervous about inviting people. So then I don't invite certain people. And then I'm like, I should have just fucking invited them. But I've done a pretty good job this year. I've invited a lot of people and hopefully people show up. It's always a little sad when people don't show up. But there are times when I haven't like shown up for people's birthdays and it it has nothing to do with the person. It's so hard sometimes to step away and realize that like the way someone's acting is not because of you. It's just because they have their own shit going on and has nothing to do with their feelings towards you. And as no surprise and overthinking early, I tend to think that they hate me. Or like, I'm not cool enough. Every time I say I'm not cool enough, I think of School of Rock. You know what I'm talking about when the piano player, what's his name in the movie? I don't know, the keyboard player. When he's like worried that he can't be in the rock band because he's not cool enough. And then him and Jack Black come up with the let's rock, let's rock today. Handshake, shoot it, kaboot it. What does he say? I should watch that. I think I'm going to pitch that we watch that tonight, except we've been watching Industry on HBO, and that is so damn good that I can't really, like, stop watching it. 
But a little thing, a little thing I made up for my birthday last year. I just, I like went out on a whim and was, I, sorry, I'm all over the place today, by the way. Didn't even finish my thoughts, but I'm having a birthday party. Hopefully people show up. That's the end of that. School of Rock, great movie. That's the beginning and the end of that one. Um, but on that note, sorry, hang on. Industry on HBO, great show. Love watching it. You should watch it. It's pretty intense. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about half the time. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. It's about like investment banking. Question mark. It's about people who work at a bank, I think, and like the interns at the bank during this first year. So it's like these interns first year at the bank, okay? And it's like you know showing how intense it is and their their relationships with each other and. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of like foul play, drugs, sex, money, jobs, all the stuff we love to see as consumers. And, but they're like working in a bank. So there's like all these like really intense, like uh, the episode we were watching yesterday, like this girl like made a sale for this, but then the sale, the numbers are going up and the so then they're going down and she has to do it within this time frame. But then all of a sudden this people bought that money and I kid you not. And Cody's sitting there this, oh my God, oh no, oh my God, oh no. It's going up. It's going it's going down. She's gonna lose so much money. You guys, no fucking idea what's going on. I'm like this, oh no my God, oh my God, oh no. Like Googling, like what happens in a bank? <laughs> what does it's going up mean? Uh, that could be misconstrued. But like, I was like, oh no, oh shit. Oh my God, this is not good. Like looking at, see how Cody's reacting. I'm like, is that a good thing? Oh no, that's not a good thing. Oh shit, no, that's not a good thing. So like, but really I had no idea what was happening. And then he was like, like the scene ended and he was like, oh my God, wasn't that crazy? And I was like, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. Could not tell you what the hell just happened. Like I know something was going on. You know, like I'm not dumb. I get the gist of it, kind of. But like at the same time, I'm like, couldn't, couldn't tell you what was going on so that's that that's my thoughts on industry now on to what I was saying before I started this thing about about a week ago done 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 anyway sorry I started this thing last year so not about a week ago where I decided one day I was just gonna pitch this out just toss it out there and see if it got caught up and that was quote, Kelsey's movie, Kelsey's birthday week movie extravaganza. I just came up with that name. Kelsey's birthday week of movies, whatever I was calling it, where for the whole week leading up to my birthday, I got to choose what movie we watched every single night. And for some reason, Cody just was like, yeah, totally. And now it's a tradition because we did it this year also. So this year for Kelsey's, but the the thing is we left for the wedding the day before my birthday. So I feel like I'm owed one more. You know what I mean? So I think I may pitch School of Rock as the makeup movie for Kelsey's birthday week of movies extravaganza, whatever the fuck I called it before. So 
we watched. Okay, these are the movies we watched. I we didn't watch seven movies, so I, technically I think I'm owed like two or three, but I won't push it. These are the movies we watched. We watched. Oh my god, I'm completely blanking. Oh, Uptown Girls as the first movie. Rest in peace, Brittany Murphy. She's a vision in that movie. And always. And it really is just a tragedy that she's not around anymore on this earth. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> but it is a tragedy. And let's see. Second night, I watched A Dog's Journey. It's like this a sequel to another one. It's kind of sad, but it gives me hope that like that dogs have other lives and that they're happy when they're not around anymore. Third one, Clueless. Fucking classic. So many iconic quotes, so many iconic outfits, so many iconic scenes. I just love Clueless so much. And I don't think Cody had ever seen it. And he kind of like chalked it up to like be one of those movies that he like didn't want to watch. So he like wasn't really paying attention. And then he started paying attention and he was like, damn, that was really good. And I was like, yeah, I fucking know. That's why I suggested it. So we watched Clueless. And I think, was that it? I feel like Clueless was the last one we watched. Like we barely watched any movies for Kelsey's birthday movie extravaganza week of movie fun. So that kind of sucks. But I'm going to pitch School of Rock. I don't know that he's ever seen it. We watched She's the Man last year. And I love that movie so much. It was always one of my favorite movies. But this is the issue. Like Cody had never seen it. And I feel like when you see it, when you're like raised watching She's the Man, as I was, I mean, it was one of my fucking all-time favorite movies, always. Watched it like every Friday afternoon with my friends in eighth grade. I went to see it in theaters. Loved it. You'll never forget where you were. The first time you see the tampon in Channing Tatum's nostril, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not wrong. So you can't even argue. You literally will never forget where you were the first time you saw that. When he moves the soccer ball out of his face and the tampon is in his nose, like you will never forget that watching that for the first time. It is like it was perfect. That movie in every way is and was perfect. So I love it. But like Cody is watching it for the first time and like it's not bad. But like my favorite's Gouda is not hitting the same as it is for me. For him. Because he's like, yeah, I guess that was funny. But I'm like, no, no, no. My favorite's Gouda. You know what I mean? And he's like, sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it just like, it really just is so good but it's hard when we're watching some of these movies because they're older and they're maybe not as great as some other flicks out there sorry it's no dark night oh oh wait no this wasn't one of kelsey's sorry this just reminded me also rest in peace heath ledger another one gone too soon but that just reminded me first of all the dark knight is a good movie and i she's the man is the dark knight of comedies so <laughs> you heard it here first, but we watched, I watched 10 things I hate about you for the first time. And that was really, really good. I watched that like last week or something. And Cody was like, you've never seen this. I used to watch this all the time. And then, so we watched it and it was so good. I loved it. And that's another one. 
like that. So, yeah. That's Kelsey's birthday week movies extravaganza week of fun movie extravaganza week. I think that's the official name. And I'm going to try to toss School of Rock in there. So I'll let you know next week if that worked out or not. Now, one more thing I'm going to talk about that happened this week that was very exciting. Actually, today I was a guest on Cody. He started up his podcast, Insanely Chill. It was his solo podcast that he was doing when we first met. And he started it back up and I was his first guest. I'm wearing his merch, actually. And it was so much fun. It was so fun. We like looked back on episodes that we were on together. And when I was on them, like I was like, oh, should I start a YouTube channel? And I was like, I like talking into the microphone because I feel like Ryan Seacrest and Ryan Seacrest, if you're listening, I would love to be a guest on the morning show, 102.7 Kiss FM, with Sissini and Tanya. I'm a huge FM radio girl. I don't talk about it enough, but I am. I grew up listening to Ryan Seacrest in the morning. Big inspo. Always wanted to be a radio host, but then like just thought it was like a weird pipe dream. And then when I realized that I could podcast, I was like, it's kind of like being a radio host. And Cody helped me realize that because I went on his podcast. And so we like rewatched all these old things. And I saw like old me, like 2017 me. And I don't know. I feel like it's so special to see how far we've come and how much things have grown. And like, look at this, look at me right now. I mean, it's just, I feel like all my dreams are coming true. Oh my God, this is so cheesy. (laughs) But like, I really appreciate it. And I couldn't be here without all of you. So thank you for listening and being a calcinator and a circler and for giving me the space to do this. And I just like, I was looking at old me and I just, I just wanted to remind you all to give yourself grace and be gentle with yourselves and kind to yourselves because you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Wherever you are, that's exactly where you're supposed to be. And like, I was definitely not in like I feel like I was kind of going through it a little bit like there was a lot going on around that time in my life I feel like in different ways you know friends my job a lot of different things and I feel like things have changed so much for me but I'm still that's still me like the only thing you have during all of those times is yourself And you have to like talk to yourself and love yourself in the same way that you talk to your friends and you love your friends or your partner or your family or whoever it is. You have to have the same kind of more, honestly, respect and love and grace towards yourself that you give to those around you. Because like, I don't know, I was watching that and I was like, look how far we've come. It's not a battle against yourself. It's like you're in this since you were a baby And so you have to do it for that baby you. You have to do it for 10-year-old you, fucking 16-year-old you, 23-year-old you, whatever. Like you, you're, that's the same you. And I just like, I don't know. All the shit that I was going through during that time, I always knew I had myself and I still know that. And I just want you to remind you of all of that if you're struggling with it too. I don't know why I just got so deep. 
but it just made me think about that. And you got to love yourself. And I know it's not always easy and it's fun to like tease yourself and whatever. I love giving myself a hard time, but I know that I also like always have myself and I've always known that. And I just want to remind you all to remember that as well. And I love you. And that is the longest weekly recap we've ever done because I just went on a complete tangent about pretty much every single thing. But that's the beauty of circle time. Wow. Hear that song? Okay. So that was the weekly recap. And now we're going to do some voice messages. And I need to pull them up really quick because I forgot to do that. So just one second. Okay. Let's do. So we do our story time now. We have voice mails from our lovely listeners. So if you have something you want to call in and get some advice on, tell me what's going on. You can call in and I will put the link to that in the description of the YouTube videos. And I'll see if I can put it in on like Spotify and Apple and Amazon as well. And it's on my Instagram story at Kelsey Kreppel. So I'll like add that to my story sporadically throughout the week. So keep an eye out for that. So people have been calling in and leaving some voicemails. And I I have a couple that I want to answer. And I have not heard these. Marshall, my wonderful producer, picked them out and he said to listen to them. So here we go. Here's the first one. Hi, Kelsey. My name is Meg. I just wanted some advice. I recently lost my job about a month and a half ago, and I live in New Jersey, like right outside of New York City, and that's where I was working out of. I've been planning to move across the country to LA for a while now. I spent a semester there in college and I really liked it, so I want to move there. And so my plan was to move at the end of the year, like in January, February. But after I lost my job, I was kind of like, do I move now? Like, do I wait? So now I'm just kind of asking myself the question, should I wait till I get a job to move to LA or should I move to LA and then look for a job? Because I have some money saved, so it wouldn't be insane for me to move there, but I just thought I could use some advice on this topic. And I hope to be on your coast soon. Thanks, Kelsey. Love the pod. Meg, that is so exciting. I think this is a perfect example of like when one door closes, another one opens. So you're, you lost your job, which could be scary, but at the same time, maybe it's a blessing in disguise because now you can start your dream sooner. I say, why, if you have some money saved, if you think it's like financially doable, you have some money saved, I say, why not? So I think that if you have stuff you need to like, like loose ends you need to tie up in New York or New Jersey, take care of that. Whether it's like friends or family or if you just have, if you, if there was a reason why you chose February or why you chose January, February to move other than your job, take care of all that stuff. If you're going to be there for a little bit longer, maybe pick up like a waitressing job or a bartending job or something just to keep making an income. 
and then and then move. But if you were just waiting so that you could put in your time at work and you could get to another a certain place at your old job or whatever it was, then I say just go for it. And you have the money saved. I say go for it. I mean, why not? You could also, while you're like maybe, maybe interview at a couple jobs in LA, come out here, interview at some jobs, look at some different areas in LA because there's a lot of different areas. See where you'd want to move, go back east, find a place, find a place, start looking while you're looking, while you're prepping, pick up that waitressing job, get a little extra cash, and then move as soon as you feel like you've got all your ducks in a row. Does that make sense? I'm not saying wait until February and I'm not saying leave tomorrow. I'm saying like figure out exactly what you want and do it. Do it as soon as you can. There's no point in waiting. If there, if you were only waiting because of your job, then that shouldn't be why you wait. Look for some jobs. I say like visit LA once, figure out where you like kind of like being because I think a lot of people move out here and they think like LA equals one area, whereas it's huge. So I would kind of like look at some different areas, see where you like in LA or unless you already know, maybe interview for a job or two while you're out here or not. You could just find the area even look online at that, I guess. Find the area, come out here, get a waitressing job out here, start applying for other jobs, and you're good to go. So I say, YOLO. <laughs> I say, you've got this. If you're going to do it, if you want to do it, just do it. There's no timeline. Does that make sense? I hope so. I hope that was helpful. Okay, we can do one more. Hey, Kelsey. First of all, I just want to say that I love your videos and your podcast, and I think you're doing a really great job. Thank you. I wanted your advice on is something that has been hindering my life a lot, like my personal relationships, and that is basically being vulnerable and opening up to people. I've noticed that whenever I try to be vulnerable, I just hate doing it, and I just try to, like, brush it off and, like, just say something funny so that I wouldn't have to like actually be vulnerable to people and I feel like and I feel like it's just like it's not healthy for me so I just really wanted to know how you open up to people and like let them in without being scared for your fucking life I don't know like what is wrong with me that I cannot open up like it's just not possible for me and I've like tried a lot and it just doesn't work it's just there's something in the back of my head that's like don't open up you cannot trust them you're like scared i don't know so like if you can help me on that that'd be really helpful thank you i love you bye okay first of all there is nothing wrong with you so don't it there's nothing wrong with you this is very normal and also if i do say so myself you were quite vulnerable and open and honest just now with me a complete stranger so I think that you can do it, but I totally understand how hard it can be to open up and be vulnerable. I feel like I have experienced this a lot myself and something like, I feel like I always know what I want to say. I just can't quite say it. And so something that's helped me and maybe this will help you is I spend a lot of times writing things out and getting my thoughts clear and that helps me 
express them more because I actually know exactly what I'm going to say. You know what I mean? Or just giving people what I wrote because it's like you're not like face to face saying it to them, but they're still hearing your thoughts. And that has been like a good way for me to begin expressing my feelings. And then that helped me do it more and more just by word of mouth after writing things for so long. But I think that it's hard because you don't know. It's hard to trust people, especially when you're completely opening up to them. But there's really, I've learned that, first of all, you will see that there are people that you can trust that love you and will listen to you and will be there for you no matter what you're saying. Second of all, the people, it helps you rule out those people who maybe aren't the right people for you because you're seeing who you can trust. And the only way your relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, familial relationships, the only way that those grow is when there's trust involved. And when it's all borderline, you're not like you could open up so much more than you are right now and you could gain so much more and you can learn so much more. And you, to get to the next level in all of those relationships, you do have to kind of put it out on the line and see who you can and can't trust. There will be people who unfortunately betray that trust. But I always say like, at least you did everything you possibly could. At least they knew exactly how you were feeling. They took account of how you were feeling and they left. And that means that they're not the kind of person that should be in your life. But you will come across the people who you know exactly how you're feeling and take it all into account and still love you. And it will make being vulnerable and open, opening up so much more, so worth it. And you'll see the benefit in it. But I know it's scary. And I think I would start out like maybe writing thoughts and feelings down and giving them to someone or something like that because it is still expressive without being too like face to face and that will help you grow. But I think like you can find such beauty and like whether it's learning that someone is not the right person for you or someone is the right person for you or whatever it is, you can learn so much by really opening up and showing them your truest self. And I know how scary it is, but either way leads you to a beautiful conclusion. You know, whether they betray your trust or not, you will find out so much more about yourself. You'll find so much more about the people around you and you'll find so much more out about your relationships and that it's only beneficial in the end. And look, you've already done it with me. You were already vulnerable and open and honest with me. So you can do it. And I'm here for you. The whole, all the circlers are here for you and we all love you. We all heard what you just said and we love you for it. So you can do it. The people in your life will love you. And if they don't, then they weren't meant to be. And it will be okay. And we're here for you. Ugh, guys, I love circle time. I love chatting with you so much. And I love you all. And I'm sweating so bad. Okay. So those were our voicemails for the day. That was our story time. And it's very exciting. I love chatting with you guys. Thank you for calling in. Like I said, I will leave the link in multiple places so you can call and leave a voicemail as well. Now, I need to get my computer because 
a little fun fun thing that's happened is I lost sorry I burped sue me but I lost the cards my felt cards and my glitter cards that had all the journal questions and all the pop oh my god we didn't even talk about pop culture stuff well there's not really much going on actually except for fucking Ned from the Try Guys absolutely fucking it all up for the Try Guys god damn it Ned why did you have to do what you've done it's a disappointment and you should be embarrassed <laughs> okay sorry I don't mean to go off on Ned like I barely know anything that was going on but like it's fucked up first Adam Levine now Ned just kidding well Adam Levine's not very surprising but Ned god damn it okay that's all I have to say about that yeah you know it's just it's always the wife guys fucking Ned okay anyway that was my take on pop culture for the week. Anyway, I lost my cards. So I'm just going to take a question from this online right here. And I found one that said, right? Chili. Chili, my dog just came in. He's going to join us on the couch. Hi, good boy. Hi, buddy. Come here. You want to come here? Sorry, time out. Okay, he's just kind of standing here staring at me. It's like kind of awkward, but okay. My journal prompt for today is write a top 10 list of things you like to do over the weekend. Okay, now I know my top 10 lists should be numbered. I should do them. I should do them from 10 down, you know? So I'm gonna write them down. And I think this will help. Top 10 list of things I like to do over the weekend. What I'm going to do is I'm going to think of things I like to do and then I'm going to rank them. I like to watch TV. That's going at number two. Watch TV. I like to see my friends. See my friends is... Mm, I'm going to put that at number one. No, I'm not. I'm going to put it at number three. I like to go to the farmer's market. I'm going to put that at number four. <laughs> okay, so I'm just writing them in order. Farmer's market. Okay, I like to eat. I'm putting eating at number one. I love to eat. Right now it's fall time, which means there's football on. I'm going to put watch football at number eight. Football. Something else I like to do over the weekend is what the fuck do I like to do over the weekend? Oh, see my family. Well, that's now eat. Eat is number one. Friends slash family is number three. But I like to eat and watch TV. If I'm eating and watching TV, which is number one and number two with my friends and family, that's number one. Do you know what I mean? I like to, I like to get ice cream on the weekends. Ice cream is going in at number five. Okay, I like to go on a hikes. That's number seven, because I don't do it all the time. I like to walk. I like to go walk up and down the streets and shop. Walk and shop. I like to have a glass of wine. That's going in at number nine. Glass of wine or five, I like to have. 
And at number 10, something I love to do on the weekends is lay. I like to lay and watch TikToks, which usually carries into the week. I like to do that as well during the week. I like to lay and watch TikToks as well. So here's my top 10 list of things I like to do over the weekend. Eat, watch TV, see my friends and family, go to the farmer's market, eat ice cream, walk and shop, go on a hike, obviously, watch football, drink wine and lay. Okay, Chili is just super excited. And there we have it. That was our, yeah, like when it's on. Um, okay, well, Cody's calling me out saying I never watch football. I mean like when it's on, Cody. No, <laughs> no. Okay, so, so when football's on, I like to watch it. Sorry, just to clear that up. And last but not least, the only thing we have left to do is say our words of wisdom. Our words of wisdom for this week are from Nelson Mandela. And he said, it always seems impossible until it's done. And I think that that is really beautiful and really true. And whatever you think is impossible actually is not impossible. You just have to believe that you can do it. And once you do it, you realize how easy it was the whole time or how, look, you did it. It's not impossible. So go out there and do the impossible (laughs) or sit and lay and watch TikToks or do both. Either way, I love you and I appreciate you. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of Circle Time. And make sure to rate this. Come here, buddy. Make sure, go ahead and rate this and make sure to give us five stars and leave a nice rating. And I will see you next week. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.